This is Family Meal with Natalie Pelletier, a podcast centered around family recipes, but exploring much more. We talk food, family, and the jobs these creative chefs, foodies, and dreamers have had along the way. So pull up a chair, grab a plate, and let's dig in to Family Meal. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the intro episode of Family Meal, a podcast by me, Natalie Pelletier. Now, um, I'm sure some of you, like my mother or best friends, are listening and know who I am, but I'm happy to have people who don't know who I am listening, but I figure might as well do a quick little intro to myself. I am an actress, and I am currently living in Los Angeles, but I have ties to Chicago. That is where I was born. What, what? Um, So I go back there often to visit my family because I am close to them, hence family meal. Um, So the idea for this podcast kind of all came together because... My parents have so many good stories of about food and family, and I just wanted to hear all of them. And then I realized everyone has those those family recipes, those stories around um, the table when you know grandma maybe had a little too much to drink and was sharing stories you didn't know about her, or you equivocate equivocate. I think that's the word, um, family meal to working at a restaurant, which I have worked at many a restaurant and family meal is the meal that you have, um, with, with the staff before service begins or you're shoveling it down, um, while service has already started. Cause that's the reality or family meal to you, um, means the group of people who you've made your family, um, whether you, live far away from your, your blood, um, like I do in Los Angeles and you get to create a family with a fantastic group of friends and share meals and cook together and start fires together because you're learning how to cook and put out those fires and, um, drink a bottle of wine, all of that, all of those things to me are family meal and this podcast is aimed to share stories and family recipes about fun family times, but then also how your family um, and growing up got you where you are today. So I'll be interviewing people in the food scene, whether they're chefs, whether they work in restaurants, but I will also be interviewing people who may have worked in restaurants that don't anymore, like actors or writers, directors, people in entertainment, Um, but then also people who are involved in the food scene in other ways, like they might be food photographers, they might have a popular food blog, um, So it'll just be a myriad of guests, but all have fantastic stories. I have already started interviewing people and it's just amazing to, to get to hear about their, their family recipes and their family dinners and their first restaurant jobs and everything. Um, because everyone has their own path and own journey. And I selfishly just wanted to know all about it. And now I get to share it with every one of you guys. Um, but a little bit more about me. Um, restaurants have always been a part of my life. Um, again, like I said, I grew up in Chicago, outside of the city, in a little suburb called Winnetka, aka the home of the Home Alone House. 
And my grandpa, my dad's dad, had a restaurant on the south side of Chicago in Hyde Park called Mellow Yellow. And growing up, we would go there a lot and I would eat Swedish pancakes and I can still like smell the rotisserie chicken just kind of like slowly turning as we walked in the back. And there was also, um, this awesome little candy machine that I don't think actually took quarters and you could just kind of like twist it. And it gave out those candy coated dinner mints, which will always remind me of my grandpa's restaurant. And, um, I was disgusting as a kid and really loved just like drinking those half and half packets, um, that were on the table. So, uh, yeah, secrets out, but, um, my grandpa had that restaurant. And so I just, you know, that was, that was a part of me. Um, and then eventually I started working in restaurants my first restaurant job was in Wilmette at a place called Depot Nuevo, and I was a hostess. Um, I think it was the summer right before I went off to college, um, but started working there and eventually you know, became a server and uh, bartended. And um, while I was at college in North Carolina, I worked at a few restaurants there and had some fun times and um, just... I remember one time it was a crazy rush during like a football Saturday and a a group wanted ketchup and I just, I went flying back in the kitchen to grab a bottle of ketchup and was being courteous and just like started to open it up for them. And the ketchup bottle, you guys just exploded in my face and (laughs) on a busy rush and just to have like ketchup in your face, I feel like there was like I don't know, people just, it was, it was a mess. And, um, luckily my manager was just like, go take care of yourself take a few minutes and wipe that off. Um, and then when I moved to LA, I then started working at Dominic's, which my, uh, my heart will always have a special place for that restaurant, which has now been closed, but you can still get, um, the same kind of vibes at little Dom's, which is in Los Feliz. But Dominic's was my restaurant family. I mean, I like had my best friend out here. We moved in together. Um, She will be on a later episode, Maddie McCormick. Um, But I started working at Dominic's and it was just home. And uh, family meal there consisted a lot of times of pasta. So shout out to um, pasta for feeding me while I was truly truly poor, um, pasta, um, and also saltine crackers and peanut butter, um, helped me during the, uh, the real tough times. Um, I worked, I've worked at a really schmancy restaurant in LA called Spago, which is a Wolfgang Puck restaurant. And, um, I really hated it. And, um, we don't have to get into the, the dirty details of that maybe on a later episode, but that was an eye opening experience. And I read the book, sweet bitter by Stephanie Dandler. And between my two work experiences at Dominic's and at Spago thought she was writing my exact life story only taking place in New York, her book, mine being in LA. Um, I've since then moved on and worked at Little Dom's for a little bit and at AOC Restaurant, which is a James Beard awarding, award-winning restaurant run by two powerhouse badass ladies, uh, Carolyn Stein and Suzanne Goen. And that is where I currently work. And um, I'm also an actress. And I told my mom in kindergarten that I wanted to be an actress and a waitress when I grew up. 
And here I am, mom, me, I'm doing it. Um, and I knew why I told her I wanted to be a waitress, by the way, it wasn't necessarily because I wanted to be serving people food, but because for a stint, my family lived in Kansas city and there was this diner called, Winsteads. And I believe that the women or all the servers like kind of wore costumes. Like it was poodle skirty. Maybe I'm making this up, but I think it was because I wanted to wear a costume to work every day. Um, that I wanted to work there also because it was like burgers and milkshakes and who doesn't love burgers and milkshakes. Um, but as far as acting goes, my career is, you know, churning out. I've been in LA for almost six years and I've had some great success. I am a lead of a movie by the same people that did Sharknado called Geo Disaster. It's out on Amazon Prime. Give it a watch. You'll laugh. And, um, you know, I might have a stunt double on a motorcycle. It's great. Um, I've done a few other short films, have had some success commercially and with print, and it's just only about keeping up my patience and persistence and staying in shape for my acting, um, aka, you know, rehearsing and going to the acting gym of sorts. Also going to the gym um, because I eat a lot of food and um, that's just a reality. Um, but that is sort of my, my, uh, my, my spiel. Um, I absolutely adore food. I, my friends call me actress with an appetite and maybe it's because I make them call me that, um, <laughs> self-proclaimed let's say. Um, but I am that friend who just tells everyone where they should go for anniversaries or when their parents are in town. Um, Oh my God, I left out. Wow. Fuck. How did I do that? I also minor detail, um, became a Psalm, um, and work at John and Vinny's, which is a super popular restaurant. Um, but now I just work for their wine events team. So shout out to Helen's wines for that. Um, I took my first level Psalm exam a few years ago and passed. So I'm, I'm technically just a level one, but you know, yada, yada, you can be a personal trainer without fully going through a personal training program if you know how to train people and their bodies. So that's kind of what I like to say. I, if I understand what people like, then I can give them a good one, good glass of wine or bottle of wine or whatever they want to go with it. Um, also that's just who I am as a person. If I'm doing some job, I might as well just become really good at it and, and learn more. I'm very curious. And it's weird to talk about me when it's just me recording this. Um, but anyway, I am so excited for this season. We have some really great guests coming on um, from a writer who works at the LA Times food section to someone who started a food app of sorts to two lovely, talented actresses. And, um, you know, we're all still figuring it out as um as one does in, in this crazy Hollywood business. Um, there are other people who I've worked with in the restaurant industry that I want to give a voice to as well. They are more back of house. Um, well, some of them are front of house and managers, but you know, it's just been so, um, fulfilling to talk to these people and get their stories and learn where, how they became involved in the restaurant world. It is a fabulous community. People are working their asses off to, um, put food on your plates when you go out and dine. And, um, I just, I just love it. And it will always have a soft spot in my heart because of 
the way that I grew up, um, having, having my grandpa's restaurant near and dear to me. Now, something I always ask guests, which is a fun thing to discuss is their, um, a family recipe of their own, or if they're a chef, they can, you know, give a recipe that they've developed. Some people, um, are very generous in giving their full family recipe. Other, um, which I totally get, will, you know, kind of give the, the vibe of the meal, um, but not actually give proportions, which I totally get. My dad will not give out his spice blend for his chili. He literally like does it himself for me so that I can make chili here, um, in, 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 um, LA. But, uh, so you'll get some, some tips and tricks about, uh, different kinds of recipes and family secrets. You will, um, excuse me, LaCroix, um, you'll come to realize it's one of my favorite excuse me, beverages. And I, um, burp because of it. Um, other things that, um, oh, well my family recipe, obviously. Um, so it's not my family recipe. I, I'm, I'll have my family on, um, and my dad can talk about his chili and my mom can talk about whatever recipe she decides to share. Um, but what I am known for these days are my freckled chocolate chip cookies. I mean, just so on brand for me. Um, I'm freckled. The cookies are freckled. It just works. They were adapted from a recipe that I found actually via one of my favorite blogs, Cupcakes and Cashmere. Um, she put out uh, a recipe she had found for amazing chocolate chip cookies. And over the years, I've just kind of tweaked it and made it my own. Um, but essentially, and I'll share the recipe, don't you fret, um, uses two kinds of flour, cake flour and bread flour. And I guess the different proteins in the flours kind of help the cookie become crunchy, have a nice like crunch on the outside, but yet remain gooey on the outside. So it's just like the perfect bite every time. Um, I also then use, um, less sugar than what's called for. Cause you know, the cookies are already going to be sweet, but, um, light brown sugar and regular sugar, room temperature, eggs, room temperature, butter, lots of butter. Um, there are also a lot of chocolate chips and my favorite chocolate chips, you guys are the ones from Trader Joe's. I'm talking the chunks and the chips, and you have to have a good mixture of both. And then I take to make them freckled. I chop up some nice, um, semi-sweet baking chocolate and, you know, just give it a, a rough chop, a rustic chop, however you want to. And then you just kind of like slide that in to the, the mix as well. And the other thing that I love adding is uh, slightly more than a dash of cinnamon because when you bake the cookies, it's not only just the like chocolate chip cookie, like that dough scent, but you also get a hint of cinnamon, which is just one of my favorite scents ever. So it just adds a little more, um, I don't know, just a little more flair makes it my own. And that friends is my family meal, which I will then hope you get a chance to make, or if you're in LA and I happen to be around, you know, maybe I'll make you a cookie. Um, the other thing that I do is I make the dough and then I have one of those like little cookie scoops that, um, my friend got me, she put in my stocking one year, 
And, um, I think just from like crate and barrel, but I'm sure, you know, the Zon Amazon has it, but I scoop out all of the dough. And if, you know, I get to the middle, you know, last third of the dough and there's not enough chocolate chips, I go back and I add, add some more chocolate chips. Cause the worst thing, I mean, not the worst, but hyperbole, the worst thing when you're eating a chocolate chip cookie is if there's no chocolate in a bite, you know, gotta be generous and liberal with your chocolate chips people. So, um, I do that for all my cookies and, um, I'll scoop out all of the dough and I'll line it on, uh, in a Pyrex dish or some sort of uh, container that I can seal. And then, um, once I scoop out all the dough, I then either toss it in the fridge if I'm going to be cooking the cookies like maybe the next day, or I stick them in the freezer. So then it's just like having break and bake cookie dough. And then I can make people cookies whenever. And it's, great. Also a great snack, but I try not to, um, remember that I have a cookie dough cause then I just end up eating it all the time, but you know, what's that's okay. Um, so anyway, you guys, uh, please subscribe and, um, leave a review once these interviews and future episodes start rolling in. But I really hope that you enjoy listening to all the stories of these amazing, um, people in the food scene, people in the entertainment scene, just real people doing their jobs, sharing about their, um, their family and their food and how they got to where they are now. Thank you everyone. And we will see you. We, me, I will see you soon. Have a good one.